the point I is will you not... to start talking. <laughs> well, I, I was look I was looking at the live screen and I didn't see myself. So I'm like, well, I guess we're not it live yet. It takes a minute. It's, well, it's clearly. It has to go to space, man. Space. Well, folks, thank you for joining us on, on this episode of Fat to Fit Podcast. I was talking to Jared about a very serious personal issue and he goes, hey, we got a show to do, so <laughs> let's stop talking about that. And I'm like, Our I don't want to. Waiting, man. You can talk because, to me later about that. Because on YouTube, <laughs> I can't cuss. You won't let me. Um, Blame YouTube. Yeah, you know, I, I obviously don't want to share any personal details. I, I had stuff to discuss. And you want to talk about fiber. Yeah, man. We haven't done a nutrition episode in a bit. So, fiber. You know, fiber. You got to have it. You can't eat just protein. I mean, you can. No, no wait a second. Side effects. I know people who exist solely on Doritos and Mountain Dew. Okay? <laughs> I, I know for a fact that Me, you don't need fiber. <laughs> yeah, you don't need fiber to survive. Well, it helps. And there are many reasons it helps, which we'll get into. But, for those of you that don't know, this is the Fat to Fit Podcast. Yes. I am your host, Jared, at Get Fit with Jared all over social media. My hetero life mate Jay, flipping tables today, at Ned Stark's Ghost. Rebrand coming soon. Rebrand coming soon. Rebrand coming soon. Keep tuning in to see what that rebrand will be. Because you like that <laughs> I, I need to. Links. I need to find time to sit down and work on the rebrand. Like so far, the rebranding effort has consisted of the. Uh, I was in. Uh, oh God, where was I? It was I think I was in the hotel um, last week, and I had you know the notepad they give you in the room. I like scribbled with a ballpoint pen uh, idea for a logo for my new brand. And then that was, that's as far as it's gotten. That's all the rebranding efforts that have been made. It's not a, a John Snow's soul, is it? Or no, 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 no. I, um, spirit. I'm, <laughs> I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to, to even like point out what I want to rebrand myself as because I'm not sure. Well, you know, maybe I will share a little bit. So Ned Stark's ghost just came just, um, I, I don't want to give away my Reddit name, but part of my Reddit name has Stark in it. And, um, and so and like on like, like ga different game sites and comic book sites and stuff, I'm like Ned Stark, something, something, Ned Stark, whatever. And one day I just said, oh, Ned Stark's ghost. That sounds cool. And I just went with it. So that's what I've just been calling myself. But I've got, now that I'm getting back into competing for Strongman and I'm looking for like sponsorships and stuff like that, I need to have like a united front. Like I can't just have like weird names. Like, and, and what I'm torn between is do I want to just use my real name or do I need to come up with like a brand, you know, like a, a gimmick for myself? And let that be the display name. Like, because once I park, the, the next usernames I park, that's it. I can't be rebranding all the time. How about so, Jay picks things up? Well, I, I, I was really wanting to, to work in uh, Rough House into something. All right, Rough House um, picks things up. You know, and, and, and I'm like, if I do that, then if I'm competing in a contest or doing something like that, and then people use my name, well, then they can't put in Jay Scott and find me. So... That's kind of where I'm toying with. If anybody's got any ideas, I'm up, I'm up for it, you know. Yeah. Um, hit us up on the Twitter. You can still hit me at Ned Stark's Ghost so he takes your idea. Yeah. So Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, I'm Ned Stark's Ghost. Those will be the three things that I rebrand. My Facebook is for, for my personal use only. Like, if you find me on Facebook, don't add me as a friend unless we know each other or you're really cool or you're really hot. Like, other than that, I'm not interested. Like That's how I got that, added. 
Yeah, because I'm really hot, hot, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like my, my Facebook is for, for people I really know because I talk a lot about my personal life and stuff on Facebook and I don't I don't care to share all that with the public. Um, but my Instagram is totally public. It's all workout videos and art and things of that nature. And my Twitter is just really, really at this point, Twitter is just doom scrolling and like arguing with companies about things. But I share some comedic gems on there. So please follow me. Um, and then TikTok and Instagram is really what I focus on. I put a lot of good content on my TikTok. Um, you, you won't find any low effort content on any of my channels. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to share stuff, which sucks because last night I, I nearly, I, I wouldn't say I nearly killed myself because I, it was not that bad. But last night after I worked out, I was in the parking lot of the gym and I just bought a new car. I bought a, a new Jeep and it's really heavy. One of the things I was looking forward to with this Jeep was taking it out and using it to, for strongman training, you know, pulling and pushing and things like that. And it's really, really heavy. So, like, this isn't something that I'm just going to jump into pulling. I, I have to, like, work up to it. Yeah, don't, don't kill I, your back. Yeah, but, like, I parked and I said, well, you know what? This will be my uh, maiden voyage, if you will. And I'm going to record it, put it on TikTok. I think it would be a really cool thing. I'll tag Jeep on it. Who knows? Maybe they'll like it, whatever. And... I didn't realize that the parking lot was like at this degree angle. Like it, it's almost a hill in the parking lot. And so once I get the, the rope hooked up and everything, I'm like, my God, I can barely move it. And I pulled it maybe 12 feet, maybe 15 feet, um, which I'm, I still think is impressive for, you know, a normal human being. I wouldn't and, th and then, and then I pulled it again for about 10 feet again. And I, I edited the video down, put some music under it, whatever the graphics, put it on my TikTok. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be something really cool. Everyone's going to like it. Most of my TikTok videos, I'm averaging about 300 or 400 views a video now, which I'm very happy with. And I posted this last night about 930. And as of now, I've got like 21 views. <laughs> so I think I'm just on the bad side of the algorithm, which, which is the thing I hate about all these social media like outlets now is they're all dominated by an algorithm. The last video I put, before the jeep pull yesterday was an art video from when i was in the museum this past weekend which got like no views at all which is fine because art is not strong on tiktok but i wanted to share and i think now it's like oh no one's watching this guy we're gonna bump him down the list so now i gotta claw my way back up to mediocrity which is not something that i'm excited to do well my uh my instagram and twitter aren't that exciting but you can see follow-ups of my ddp yoga workouts follow my progress as i Get fit, hence the name. Get fit, let's hear. But are we Anyways. going to see you doing your push-ups soon? As you soon as lazy this stops popping every time I go up and down. Uh 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 uh. You <laughs> can uh -uh. wrestle. You wrestling grown men this weekend with <laughs> that same elbow. That. I'm I'm start. I'm soon, I'm soon soon soon. I I feel like I feel like this situation is one of two things. It's either this is something that you think it's funny by not doing and actually it's annoying to everyone else Aww. or you can't do any push-ups. Well, that is part of the problem with the whole pushing up and my elbow. No, I mean, because, because you're yeah. fat. Like, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. We'll get there. When I, when I feel comfortable doing three counts again, I will be happy to do the uh, 10 count. You better. Cause, cause I'm, I'm on the verge of leaving the show. Like that's where, that's where we are with this. I'm on the verge. The compensation so package is just me. The compensation package is not what I was promised. Um, 
Well, you know the golden parachute. You have to pay me money, right? That was oh contract. okay. Yeah, that's how so, it works. You know, yeah. well, you know, I didn't want to make it too easy to escape. <laughs> so, so man, I've had I've had a crazy week. Um, I was in Atlanta for five days. Shout out to everyone who lives in Atlanta or around Atlanta. You guys deserve a medal from Congress. Um, I, I've been to Atlanta a thousand times if you count landing at the airport and getting on another plane. But I've never driven like actually through the city and around the city before. So like I, said, I was in Atlanta for five days and I don't know if I've ever enjoyed a city in America less um, I don't know if I've ever just been absolutely disgusted with a place as much as I was with Atlanta for one reason and one reason only because there are lots of beautiful women. The people were nice. The streets were clean. It was picturesque. There's big buildings. But the traffic, Jesus, God, the traffic is insane. And everybody drives like a maniac. And I was in my brand new Jeep and I was terrified <laughs> that somebody was going to hit me. Um, I think driving around Atlanta is worse than driving I-95 in South Florida. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's you can't bad. You fast enough there. I think the, uh, the traffic in Atlanta, now, when I lived in New York City, I didn't own a car, but occasionally I'd have to rent something. The traffic there was better than Atlanta, and that's saying something. Because Atlanta's wow. terrible. Yeah, I, I've never liked driving through Atlanta. It's very rare that I'll do that. Um, yeah, I the outskirts I don't, are fine. It's once you get inside the loop. Yeah, inside that two eighty five, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, I, I went to a Braves game. Um, I had a little get together with some friends, and then I actually had a day of work on Monday. Had a really good time, but um, but I come home. Here's the real news. I come home, and and my sleep was all messed up. So I was trying to rest, try to clean the house up, and I discover that the contest I've been training for has been canceled, and. It, it was the weirdest thing. I, I get home. My house is a total mess because I, I haven't been here. And then, you know, get all that cleaned up. I go to work. And then I find my contest has been canceled. And I'm so, so depressed. I'm so sad. You know, I've been working the last, you know, at this point, almost six weeks training for this contest, getting ready, doing the visualization techniques. And, you know, all, all the things you need to do to be successful, I was doing them. And then the next day, which would be yesterday, I find that... South Carolina's strongest man is coming back this year after a hiatus. It's going to be February 22nd in Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina. And that South Carolina strongest man, the last contest that was held was the last contest I trained for, but I got hurt and I had to withdraw. So I feel Fate like smiles upon me. This is yeah. Like, like honestly, dude, like I was sitting at my desk when I saw this and I was like goosebumps. I was like, Oh my God, like this is meant to be. I mean, I might go and I might absolutely piss the bed. Who knows? <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I was just like, this is maybe it was supposed to work out this way because I got longer to train. So I mean, August 22nd, I've got six entire months to get ready for this contest. Um, But even so, like, it's just, I feel like the stars really aligned for that. And I wanted to point that out because I, I posted a, a thing about the contest being canceled on my Facebook and my Instagram. And, and my, my message was, you know, things happen. Like you can't control, like, I, I mean, I'm very much a stoic. Like I, I, that's the, that's the school of philosophy I study. And I understand that things happen and everything that happens is outside of me. I can only control my reaction to it. 
So I know I was bummed out about the contest being canceled. I was disappointed and I was like, you know, I'm going to let myself feel a little, a little bit, a little bit sad today, but tomorrow I have to go back to work. Like I can't, I can't dwell on it. I can't worry about it. I can't be angry anymore. Um, you know, and that's the message I try to teach everybody about everything in life. Like, like, you know, stuff happens. And then for me to like, kind of just put that face forward and, and legitimately believe it where like in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to dwell on the fact that this contest has been canceled. And then the next day, boom, the absolute most perfect scenario I could imagine happened. Not only is it South Carolina's strongest man, which is a contest I feel like I need to redeem myself with, but it's going to be in Greenville, right by your house. Um, the events in it are... <laughs> I gave away oh, your secret location. What? They he's, in Green, he's in Greenville, Mississippi, folks. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the, it knows. the, the it, events in the contest are are kind of up my alley too so i feel like it's going to be a good thing and i don't know man like that that's why like i'm so hyper this week because my whole message is to everybody it's like you know what man just keep your head up keep moving forward good things will happen yeah you know so don't, i'm feeling don't sweat the things you can't control exactly but you know one thing you can control um my veggie intake close oh your fiber intake and that was a segue into this week's topic, fiber. But before we segue, we should probably tell them we're not doctors. Yes. Um, <laughs> you got you, you like You like when I do this, don't you? I do. I, okay. It's the best I, part I, of the show. I'll try to do it. So, uh, folks, the Fat to Fit podcast is a podcast about our personal fitness journeys where we'll share with you our experiences and stories and anecdotes and expertise. However, nothing we talk about on the show should be misconstrued as a way to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. We are not clinicians. We are not clinically trained specialists in anything except the things in which we are clinically trained, which we will tell you when we are. If you need help on your fitness journey and you have questions or you need to be pointed in the right direction, let us know and we'd be glad to point you in the direction of a licensed professional in your area. And we strongly encourage you to, to enjoy our show, interact with us, ask us questions. But when it comes down to it, make sure that you consult with a licensed professional in your area and always follow the advice of medical professional above all else. That being said, welcome to Fiber. How exciting! There's a reason we could have talked about. We could have talked about like weightlifting. We could have talked about. We could have talked about like creams, like I, like I don't know, like rehab. We could have talked about sports, but Jared, like the water, again. like d days and days ago, he messaged me and he's like fiber. <laughs> I did. Like it, like it's some miracle topic. Because I feel like it's something that gets forgotten about especially with people dieting um i mean we did a we did a protein episode i'm sure it won't be the only protein episode um and when you're when you're lifting and trying to get fit that's what you hear eat more protein eat more protein carbs will give you energy but not too many but all you ever hear about fiber is the occasional eat your veggies but why is fiber important why can't it just be skipped why can't i skip my broccoli as much as i would love to all I know is probably the first, probably the first 20, maybe 21 years of my life, I don't think I ever intentionally ate fiber. <laughs> and I was, Most people don't. 
Unless it's just fine. Yeah, like for I think my in- introduction to fiber um, was probably was not probably definitely was eating oatmeal. Um, like honestly, dude. Like you know, we talked a little bit about this the other week when we talked about water, dude. I don't ever recall drinking a bottle of water as a kid. I don't recall. I I was the kid that never ate fruits and vegetables. You couldn't pay me to eat a fruit or vegetable. Um, like like a hundred percent like being totally a shoot. I, I did not intentionally eat a salad until I was like 30. Like I just, you know, and, and as a kid, I was never made to eat fruits and vegetables. So I never developed a taste for them. And so the texture of fruits and vegetables, may, it, sometimes they make me nauseous, like um, mm. eggplant, like eggplant tastes great, but like the texture of eggplant makes me want to just yak it up, you know? But if I was, if I ate it when I was a kid, I wouldn't feel that way, you know? And, and I think that, that there, for those of you who have children, because children probably shouldn't be listening to this, but for those of you who have children, make your kids eat that stuff now so they don't learn to revile it when they get older. Because, you know, I made, I made it the first 20 years without fiber, but the next 20, fiber was a concern on a daily basis. Yeah, my, uh, my uh, food path has been well documented on this show and the lack of nutrition years ago. Um, but that's one of the things I had to learn myself. I mean, I grew up, my parents both worked nights, so I would see them briefly when I got home from school. Hot pockets. It was kind of what I ate for dinner a lot, you know? It's not the uh, not the greatest thing, not high in fiber at all. Um, but that was something I also had to learn in my 30s was eat those veggies. Um, there's still some I'm not a big fan of. If you give me onions or uh, peppers, I will probably give them back to you. Um, also mushrooms. I will throw those back to you. But you, you literally named the only things I like. Well, more for you then. Like like uh, so far, you've mentioned broccoli, onions, peppers, and mushrooms, and those are like the only four vegetable related things that are like my go tos. Because I'll eat I'll eat broccoli seven days a week. I have learned to appreciate broccoli a lot more than I used to, uh, especially the florets, steamed if I can. I found these uh, steaming bag in the microwave thing. Oh yeah. Oh, those are amazing. Load up on those. If you're not a big veggie fan, you don't like to cook, load up on those for a single person. That's two nights worth easily. Throw it in the microwave, Mm. two minutes. Mm. Okay, if you're a big person like uh, like Jay, it's two nights worth. So so I I will firmly admit if we did an inside my kitchen right now, my house looks like um, it's just been left by people who died in it because (laughs) I, I haven't been home at all. And I'm going out of town again tomorrow. So there's like nothing to eat here. Everything's dirty. There's trash everywhere because I haven't been home to clean anything up. But when I am able to like make my meals and prep, like those steam bags of broccoli you talk about, most of them are like 18 or 20 ounces. But once you steam it, so much of that weight is gone to water. So I'll typically eat a whole bag. And if I'm feeling sassy, I might dump a second bag in there too. But at the end of the day, like that's two, it's not quite a pound, barely a pound and a quarter of broccoli altogether, once all the water is out. And that's not even a hundred calories. Like it's, it's an insignificant uh, amount of calories. Um, and you know, 15, 20 grams of fiber, you know, somewhere along in there. So, and not to mention broccoli, you know, um, I don't have the nutrition facts in front of me, but like, like four ounces of broccoli, I want to say is like four or five grams of fiber, but also two or three grams of protein. So like, broccoli and cauliflower are amazing foods not just because of the fiber but because the protein content too 
Well, one of the things uh, I've noticed whenever I'm punching in, you know, my dinner and my uh, my Fitness Pal app, a cup of broccoli is like 30 calories. And that's, for most people, that's going to be, you're not going to probably fill up on that, but it's a good side if you go with like, you know, grilled chicken or something. Um, and one of the nice things about vegetables, along with being low in calories, uh, the way fiber works inside your stomach, uh, it fills you up basically expands and becomes a gelatinous state if you want to know the, the details. But when you're on a diet and you need to minimize your calorie intake while yeah. also staying full, fiber is very important for that. Um, and yet another reason why you want to get the steamed broccoli in the bag instead of the two Hot Pockets, which yeah, is so, ridiculous. <laughs> so I think, I think that talking about fiber kind of lends itself to another dynamic that's really important. For, for maybe for people who don't think about it. So like we, we both had similar diets as kids and we both have similar body types and we both struggled with our weight. Gee, you'll wonder why is because our parents just gave us tons and tons of processed food. That's, that's a curse of, of like the elder millennials and the younger Gen Xers or Gen Z or yeah, Gen Xers is like that, like the late, late eighties, early mid nineties. It was like, you know, frozen pockets, foods, you know, fast food, all that stuff exploded onto the market and they convinced, <laughs> they convinced every parent that they were overworked and too stressed to cook a meal. And why should you, when you can just put this in the microwave and give it to your kid. Yeah. And, minutes, there you go. Bagel bites. And, and, and all these companies just made this food that is calorically dense, but just, just completely barren of nutrients. And I think, and not to get into like a sociological conversation, but I think that that has resulted in the obesity and epidemic in America more than anything, because people have learned to equate like taste with good for you. And, and then on the flip side of that, once people grow up and realize that taste has nothing to do with nutritive quality, then they just are like, you know what? I don't even care. And an apathy sets in. So you have an entire you know generation or two of completely apathetic fat people who don't care, it, you know, what what they what they put in their body exactly until they get you know later on and they're like well I, I need to pay attention now and now you're trying to make up for a lot of lost time yeah the if i remember right because these foods are high in sodium salt sugar fat can teach you that definitely a good book to read um if i remember right sodium has a similar effect on making you full feel full feel full but not yeah, actually but you're be not full. full right and you also take in a lot more calories when you do that um, so yes, if you're dieting, exactly. this, is why, this is why salads are important. Get your leafy greens in there. Don't load up the fatty dressings. Stick with something that's uh, you know a little bit better if you're going to use a dressing at all. Um, but that bag of leaves, that's going to fill you up. So I, I'll take a, a much rougher approach, as my name implies. Um, rough house. So like... The rough cut. Now, I, people, people who are listening, I will acknowledge the fact that my discipline level and my discipline for certain things is probably a little bit higher than most people because of the way I've, I've done in my life. I'm not going to try to make people think that eating vegetables is fun <laughs> because it, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Eating vegetables, in my mind, is like you only do it because you know it's the best option. Um, I'll give you an example. So when you say like, hey, get a salad and watch the dressing. 
I kind of come at it from a slightly different angle. Pardon me. I, I, I come at it from the angle of here's your salad. Cram it in your pie hole as fast as you can so it's over. <laughs> like, just like there, there, there have, in my kitchen, I'm cooking a meal. Let's say I'm cooking a steak or, you know, pork chops, you know, something really, really good. And maybe I've got like some corn on the side or some beans because I, I live on corn and beans. But I'm like, you know what? I need to get some greens in me and not, not just for the fiber content, but for the green content, for the phytochemicals that are in green vegetables. They're good for you. And my go-to is either uh, romaine lettuce or uh, spinach. And I'll just get spinach, the leaves, and I'll just like sit them on the frying pan so they wilt ever so slightly. And I'm just popping them off like candy. And I'm like, once I get like 20 or 25 in me, then I'm done. And it's a horrible experience, but that's how I get my fiber, you know, and get my greens in. Or like with romaine lettuce, I'll just grab the heart of lettuce and just take a big bite out of it, hate myself for about five minutes. And then I'm good to go because yeah, I don't I remember, enjoy eating them. I remember a, a couple years ago at the the cookout of the old house, um, you were a fan of throwing the veggies on the George Foreman. Yes, yes. Um, you know, if if taste is something that absolutely has to happen for you to eat your veggies, then you're in luck because a lot of veggies like respond well to just a minor amount of seasoning. For example, um, mushroom caps. Mushrooms are weird. Not everybody likes mushrooms. But if you want to try something that's that's actually going to fill you up. Now, mushrooms don't give you the fiber that a vegetable will because mushrooms technically are not a vegetable. But um, mushrooms won't give you the fiber, uh, comparatively speaking, of like lettuce or, you know, squash or zucchini, anything like that. But mushrooms will fill you up. They're a great source of nutrients and minerals. And they're versatile. You can do anything with them. So mushroom caps on the George Foreman, salt, pepper, garlic. You can eat that like that and be just fine. If you want to put a little dab of butter on there or something to make it crisp up a little bit, great. And you can apply that same concept, salt, pepper, garlic, a little bit of butter, to almost any vegetable in existence. You can do that with um, uh, tomatoes. You can do it with squash. You can do it with cucumbers even, although that might be a little weird on the grill. Every kind of pepper is a great great opportunity to get fiber plus uh, a tremendous amount of vitamin C because in peppers – they have the, the, the highest concentration of vitamin C that we know of. So a couple bell peppers, throw them on the grill. Tastes amazing. Um, and I guess like that's where I come back to is like, you know, how like everybody needs fiber. And we say fiber, fiber, fiber. But I feel like there is a distinction between getting getting fiber and then getting healthy foods and getting fiber from that. Because Everybody could just skip eating vegetables and just take Metamucil every day and get fiber. <laughs> but but that's not going to give you the, the the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you find in whole healthy foods, which your body arguably needs as much as it needs fiber in general. Yeah. And of course, if you don't like your, your veggies and you do have more of a sweet tooth or you just want something to, well, munch on during the day, fruits, also a good uh, source of fiber. Um, apples being one of my favorite. Um, I try to have an apple with my lunch every day. It's a good little dessert uh, to go. You're such along a with nerd. I, I can just I can just see you now with your with your your lunch tray with your apple on it, like you're in a cafeteria. I yeah, can the just... lunch tray I bring from my kitchen to my office. A- yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it has transformers on it too. Uh, no, no, sadly it does not. I have no tray. I have to balance everything with the dogs running after me. Maybe I should get a tray. 
You should get a tray. You should get. A, it could idea. be your lunch tray. Yeah. yeah. My little lunch tray. Huh. Yeah. Anyways, um, but no, fruits are another good source. Um, man, I don't have the numbers in front of me either. But berries, I believe, with a good uh, concentration of fiber. Um, yeah, a blue blueberries specifically are a superfood. Um, blueberries are like bursting with vitamins and minerals. Um, and fiber and water, which we talked about hydration and how that's important. Um, fruits and vegetables will, will help you increase your fluid intake because they're, they're especially fruits full of water. Like when you're eating a lime or an orange or something, that's all, you know, nice, healthy fluid coming your way. And um, when you mentioned fruit, uh, there's been a meme that's been going around a while where it shows like a couple blocks of chocolate and it's like 190 calories. And then the next frame, it's like, a bowl of strawberries, a couple grapes, an apple, you know, and a banana or something. And it's like 190 calories. And, you know, I think that's where, like going back to my original point, um, we're so used to, to thinking about food as well. What tastes good? Well, there's no one alive that's going to say a Hershey bar doesn't taste better than a strawberry. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it just, it is because what it is. Loading you up with that beautiful, beautiful white sugar. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. It's like if if you start training yourself, well, what I when I want something sweet, I get fruit. Yes, you're still going to get sugar, you're still going to get calories that arguably you don't need, but you're not you're going to get less calories overall. You're going to feel more full because of the the, the water concentration and the fiber in the fruit, and you're going to be getting the nutritive benefits of the fruit as opposed to eating candy or chips or cookies or something like that, which have no nutritional value whatsoever. It's their total really just, waste. If you need a sugar hit, it's natural sugar. So it's going to burn off a lot easier as well. And, and you're going to, and you're going to get less of it. And, and so like we could do hours about sugar, but like with sugar, what people don't realize is they're addicted to it. Like, and, and if you can cleanse your, if you can just do a, a week long sugar cleanse, like a week where you get little to no sugar every day, then you'll find that a simple five or 10 grams of sugar is going to be like jet fuel. But most of us are getting 50, 60, 70, hundred grams of sugar every single day, sugar in this sugar in that sugar and everything. So hundred grams of sugar doesn't do anything anymore. And that, I mean, that's, that's 400 calories. And the reality is like, it should take a fraction of that to give you the energy that you need because you don't need that many calories to move your body around. Not at all. But we're just all fat and, <laughs> and have poor diets, so we're used to just loading up on sugar all the time, you know. Well, hopefully, that's why you're tuning in, is to be less fat and you know, <laughs> the whole to fit part of the the name. Yeah, like I'm I'm definitely working on my sugar intake because I let it get a little out of control, um, and you know I found some some alternatives like uh, one of your favorite things you like to get the organic stuff which I think is a gimmick but we'll talk about that another day depends on what it is but at Walmart I found uh, Concord you know the the jelly company um, they make it, they call it organic grape jelly but aside from being organic it only has 30 calories a serving now regular Concord grape jelly has 120 calories per yes. serving and the difference is in the organic jelly, they just don't add sugar. And guess what? It tastes exactly the same because your body can't perceive the, the taste difference in sugar. We just have educated our, it's a mental thing. Like we think we need to have it. So now I'm like, 
in my mind, I'm like, I could just go to town on this jar of organic jelly with a spoon and feel no guilt whatsoever, you know, and and get almost none of the sugar I would have gotten if I used regular jelly, which I don't really use jelly for anything. But if but but that like, hey, that's a fun treat. Yeah, look for the re- the reduced sugar options because I mean, there's enough sugar in in the fruit that's being mashed up, anyways. Uh, the one Trader thing Joe's I would has one I like that's uh, about the same. It's 30 calories per serving, six grams of sugar, but no added. If I remember yeah. right. And and yeah. really, no added sugar is what we should all be looking for. Like yeah. now, some some things are gonna have to have sugar added to them. It just it is what it is. Like I can't eat plain yogurt. Don't ask me to. So I'm gonna get yogurt with the sugar in it. Um, that just is Even what it is. Throw berries in there is still. I, I don't like the. Yeah, I'm the same way. I yeah. mix in honey with Greek yogurt. I'm like, no, I still, it's still weird. No. I taste that, that tart. I would um, rather, I'd rather just eat sour cream. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But like, you know, shoot for, shoot for no added sugar, but I want to caution people. So I picked up the absolute most disgusting thing of my life the other week when I was getting my groceries. Cause I, I've started going back to the store again, um, instead of doing the ordering and having them delivered or whatever. And I saw it's a jar of strawberry preserves. And in my mind, I was like, oh, man, I would like some strawberries. That'd be really, really good, right? And I picked the jar up, and it said no sugar. Um, and I'm like, huh, okay. So I looked at the thing, and the serving uh, it was like, you know, one teaspoon or whatever is like 10 calories. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll give this a shot, right? And I realized that it's like basically they, they, they like ground up strawberries and somehow, like, took all of the sugar from the strawberry out and replaced it with Splenda. So it tastes like strawberry-flavored Splenda. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. Welch's, I don't know how you could make that. Please call me next time, and we'll just, work on something better. The strawberries, come on. Yeah. But, but, but that's endemic to what we're talking about. It's like the person who would buy that would be the diabetic who can't have sugar, but they have to have the sweetness. They have to, they've conditioned themselves to think that I have to have it be as sweet as this. So when they see that, they're like, well, it sucks, but it's sweet and I need it. Instead of just saying, why don't I just go to the produce section and buy a thing of strawberries? Yeah. You know, or just or just have something else because you know, a lot of times it's it's not to pick on anybody, but the average person doesn't have the discipline to go without. You know, something has to force them to go without. You know, because people don't just sit around and saying, well, how, how can I make better decisions? Something has to provoke that. And for a lot of people, especially diabetics, they don't realize the benefit of in- incorporating more fruits and vegetables in their diet. One, because it will help them, like, stay away from processed foods, which are all terrible. Like, guys, I mean, there, there's no redemptive feature. Like, if you have to get something off a shelf in a plastic container and open it up, it's bad for you. You know, just... Not saying you should never have an Oreo, but just know that there's nothing good. There's no trade-off, right? That, that pack of Oreos is not dinner. Yeah, it, exactly. But uh, but like you know, speaking specifically to the diabetic, the you know the introduction of fruit of more fruits and vegetables into the diet also helps because uh, fiber helps maintain a healthy blood sugar because it, it you know, as your body's digesting the fiber, it takes longer to digest. Your blood sugar doesn't spike as high as it would. Um, from a, a low or no fiber meal. So, you know, if you're going to eat carbs, incor- make sure you incorporate fiber with your carbs. It'll help keep your blood sugar stable and it'll make you feel more full so you'll eat less. So the benefits of fiber are just all over the board. Like 
there's so, there's so many reasons to incorporate more fiber in your diet. Not to mention the health benefits of having a high fiber in your gut bacteria. But I'm not going to jump into that one today, unless you want to. I mean, you know, I I watched uh, or I, I read, I'm sorry, I read an article before we got on about exactly what fiber does in your large intestine. And I don't think that YouTube would like us to explain it in that great of detail. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's interesting that, you know, every I will say this. Everybody's body type is different. You've got to find what works for you. And I say that because there are a lot of bodybuilders out there who are on like, like paleo diets. They're eating almost nothing but meat. And they're doing great. So if you find what works for you, more power to you. Um, and I say that because there is a, a guy out there named Stan Efferding, who is an amazing bodybuilder and powerlifter. And he developed the thing called the vertical diet. And the vertical diet is built on the idea that fiber is like BS. You don't need it. And he, had, he trains his clients like they're eating nothing but like rice, meat, and potatoes, five meals a day. you know. And he's got a lot of people who are very That's successful harsh. with that. Yeah, you know, but but then but then you know to Stan's credit, um, one he is also a degreed nutrition professional, so you know more power to him. But he also is quick to point out that like this diet is for a specific type of athlete pursuing a specific type of goal, and if this diet gives you d GI distress or you're, you're uncomfortable for any reason, it, it, it you know gets in your way, then you have to modify it to make it work for you, and. You know, any anything we would tell people, we kind of like to say the same thing is that you've got to find what works for you, but you have to be willing to experiment with things to see how it makes you feel. You know, like I can tell people all day long that eating too much sugar is bad for you, but I don't know. I don't know what your A1C level is. Maybe you need sugar. Maybe you need more than I do, you know. So so in everything Again, we say, you talk to the doctor. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> talk to your levels. medical professional. I you know, don't Google just it, cause Google will give me 15 answers. Yeah, and, and that's why, like, you know, Jared, you always like to harp on social media influencers about, you know, how much they suck or whatever, you know, and that's why that's why I like I'm glad I have the opportunity to mention Stan Efferding. I can't remember what his Instagram handle is, but he's called the Rhino Stan Efferding. You can find it if you want to learn more. But like, you know, he talks about like when he goes on his videos and talks about nutrition and training and stuff, you know, the one thing that he's quick to talk about is. You know, I'm telling you what works and like I'm telling you what worked for me and I'm telling you what I think will work for you. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's got to put in the work. You know, you're the one that has to put in the work. You're the one that has to do it. So if we say, hey, man, you eat more fiber, you'll probably be healthier. Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. But at the end of the day, it, you know, I think that we're more of a greater benefit by telling you, well, here's ways you can do it. Here's ways you can do it more cheaply, more effectively. Here's what we've done. And so I think when you're vetting people that you follow online, and I mean, not to just, you know, blow smoke up Stan Efferding, but, you know, he's a guy that shoots from the hip, you know, and he's got a, a career to, to prove that he knows what he's talking about. So he's someone that I like to follow, even though I think the vertical diet is pretty crazy, um, but well, can't argue with you. the results. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it's not for me, you know, like, I, like that's the thing when we say you, everybody is different, it's cliche at this point because I think there's a lot of feel good like Pollyanna, everybody's special. And, and that's not what we're talking about. Like everyone's body chemistry is completely different. I can sit down and eat two pounds of, of beef and, and, and just 
eat it and just beef, just plain, just salt and pepper and be happy as a clam. And I will have no tummy ache. I'll have no diarrhea, constipation, nothing. I'll be just fine. In fact, I will feel like I'm on top of the world if I eat that. Um, I know some people that if they take one bite of red meat, they're straight to the bathroom. Like, so you have to find what works for, for your body, but fiber and water, you know, the, like these things are universal concepts where, you know, you probably would do better by getting more as opposed to having less. Yeah, in most cases, unless, you know, specialized diets. But. Yeah, like I, I, I did read that there are certain situations where doctors will put people on no fiber diets, um, which is pretty crazy. But I guess if you have one of those conditions, then, you know, Doritos and Mountain Dew, baby, that's that's yeah. all you. And again, <laughs> talk to your doctor because we don't know. So I'm shocked that you not shocked because, I mean, you do a lot of dumb stuff, but like right. I'm, I'm surprised to hear you st- just be so hateful of broccoli. I didn't say I hated broccoli. You, Onions, you absolutely said that. And mushrooms. In the past, old me, I've okay. learned to enjoy broccoli now. Good lord. No, no. Onions, peppers, uh-huh. and mushrooms. If you serve me those, I will give them back to you. But everything good that is cooked has onion in it. Don't tell me there's onion in it. That's all I ask. If it's small, I may not notice. So, notice, so, so is it the onion texture that gets to you or it's definitely a texture because I can't really taste it, but I can feel it and it dry. It's just weird. Same thing with mushrooms. I can't really taste them, but that, that mushiness, not a fan. Weird. So the, the it's mushiness, all thing. Well, all three of them. the mushiness of the mushroom is bad, but the crispness of the onion is also bad. Yeah, no, it's weird. Don't judge my food habits. I'm judging. That's what we do here. We judge. So, do you like do you like the crispy green beans and asparagus? I don't have them very often, but I I can usually eat them. Like to me, See, asparagus is a similar texture to broccoli. I get depends on how you cook it. Yeah. Like you couldn't pay me to eat those crispy green beans. Like I'll eat just a bite of one, and I'm ready. To, I'm ready to fight some. I'm ready. I'll fight my mom. Like I don't. I, I just. That kind of texture is what kills me. Like, I just can't do it. Like, biting into a slice of cucumber, just bleh. Like, ooh. I love doing that. See? Yeah. Like, See, everybody likes it. I want to go in my mouth usually. Oh. <laughs> Man, like, I just, I can't. Like, and that's the thing. Like, as, as a kid, I remember my mom would eat cucumbers all the time. Like, she loved cucumbers. And whenever I think of, like, a cucumber, I think about the smell of it as a child and how much I absolutely detested it. <laughs> and as an adult, like, I hate it, I think, even more than I did as a kid. Like, I just, I can't get down with cucumbers. It just, it doesn't work for me. There we go. Or, or or squash. Um, the same, any, any of the squash family, like, I can't, can't do it. The only thing close to that that I like is zucchini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can only do the zucchini when, like, you get it from the hibachi place and they cook it down to where it's nice and mushy and it's full of soy sauce. That's the only zucchini that I can Hopefully low keep. sodium. No, no, I want all the sodium in my soy sauce. I know what I'm getting going in. <laughs> Just don't do it every day. That's all. All right, well, that is uh, – that's all I've got this week. Oh, man. Are we fibered out? Um Oh, fiber also, one thing that we didn't talk about, um, this is important to everybody, especially 
if you're over the age of 30, 35 and listen to the show, fiber also lowers your cholesterol. Um, very important to keep your cholesterol low. Everyone can stand to have low cholesterol. Your cholesterol can't be too low. Um, fiber, as your body digests the fiber, um, the fiber collects the cholesterol in, in your system and helps along with other toxins and help gets it out. So, um, you know, also think if you having fiber or if you're having cholesterol issues, fiber would be a, a, something that you can, can look at increasing to help you with that. Yes, definitely a good thing. We should do a bad nutrition things episode one day. Oh, uh, just the Dorito, the Doritos and Mountain Dew episode. <laughs> Doritos and Mountain Dew. I, like I, it. I, I like kid, but every, everybody knows somebody that just eats Doritos and drinks Mountain Dew. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm not, I'm not talking about, it's just like everybody knows somebody like, are like the people who are like, what'd you have for breakfast? Oh, I ate a king size bag of M&M's. Like, <laughs> like there are people, there are people like that. And I just, I'm like, how is your body? Like, how does it live? Like, how does it function? I just, I don't understand. It'll like, I know, <laughs> yeah, in It'll time, of course. But like, how do I get born with the genes where that can be my default setting and I exist for 30, 35 years with no problem? Like, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I think it's a learned trait. But... Oh, I'm for sure. For sure. It's learned because, you, you know, you don't find the, the children of billionaires doing that kind of thing, you know, like, but in conversation for another time, you know, poverty and, and poor nutrition go hand in hand. And, you know, it's uh, it's not by accident. Young Trump Jr. eating his hot pockets. Yeah, that does that. That I don't even think he knows what a hot. Baron Trump doesn't know what a hot pocket is. You know, he's he's eating ribeyes and you know filet mignon every night, jumbo shrimp. I mean, you know, I mean, maybe every now and then he gets a bowl of cereal, and it's probably some cereal that was made in a a golden factory for rich kids. Like, it's nothing that we would get a hold of. No, a bag. (laughs) Comes in an oak barrel. Ah, well. Scoop it out with a golden ladle. That's that's the rich kid cereal. Rich kid cereal. I like it. It's all dollar bills, that. dollar bill signs. That's what the cereal is. That's that'll be our next vi- uh, business venture. Rich I kid can, cereal. I'm... Just dump Fruit Loops in an oak barrel and send it out <laughs> <laughs> with the gold ladle. Don't steal that idea, Internet. We're watching um, you. If if you do, I'm at Ned Stark's ghost. Just. <laughs> Just cut me Just in. Send our cash app. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. Anything you want to add? Uh, upcoming events, social media. Uh, you're still working on your rebrand. Um, working on the rebrand. Um, like I mentioned, you know, the contest is in February now, so I'm gonna. Um, I don't. I, I got to put together a program. Um, working with friend of the show, Jared Fritz. Talked to him today about that. So going to get some programming done in the next week or so and um and get back to it um and honestly like i was i was in atlanta last week i'm going to charlotte tomorrow for a couple days and hopefully i'll be grounded for a while but the month of september covid notwithstanding i'll be doing quite a bit of travel so um yeah that's kind of what i'm up to these days i'm mr never at home so the schedule of the show may be changing for a couple weeks in september um i don't I don't anticipate that. Um, I, I I can't I can't divulge where I'm going um, in September Vegas. because it's well no 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 I'm no. also going. I was joking. I, but... <laughs> no, I am. Well, I mean, okay, I am going to Las Vegas for a couple of days. 
Um, but I'm also going out of town for work. Um, but obviously, I can't talk about that. Um, but it won't, I don't think it'll affect the show at all. I think I think we'll be I think we'll be on schedule, or maybe we'll have uh, some special episodes. I don't know. Follow our twitters. Exactly. Yeah. Fo- follow our twitters, which is where you should be sending your donations uh, to the Rich Kid Cereal Fund. <laughs> RCF or RKF, whatever. Well, in that case, I'm Jared Shapiro at Get Fit with Jared. Jay at Ned Stark's Ghost. Yep. We'll see you next time. Hopefully a little less fat and a little more fit. <laughs>